Om Shanti. This is the Aviakt Merli of the 18th of December 2022. Original date 18th of February 1993. Title The Breath of Brahmin Life is Constant Zeal and Enthusiasm. Today, Trimurti Father Shiva is especially seeing all his children in three relationships. The first most loving relationship is that of your being the masters of all attainments, the heirs. As well as being heirs, you are godly students and along with that, You are those who are loved by the Sat Guru because you follow him at every step. Trimurti Father Shiva is seeing the children especially in these three relationships. In fact, you are the souls who are experienced in fulfilling the responsibility of all relationships, but today, Baba is especially seeing the three relationships. All of you love these three relationships. Today, all of you have come running here with enthusiasm in order to celebrate Trimurti Shiv Jenti. Have you come to give congratulations to the Father? Or have you come to receive congratulations from the Father? You have come to do both. Since the very name is Shiv Jenti and Shivratri, what does Trimurti prove? What does he do through Prajapita Brahma? He creates the creation of you Brahmins. You are then sustained. So the word Trimurti proves that together with the Father, you are Brahmin souls. What would the Father do by himself? This is why the birthday of the Father also means the birthday of you Brahmin children. This is why the Father is giving you children multi-million fold congratulations for this alokic divine birth, this diamond birth. Your letters and cards of congratulations have already reached the Father and even now many children are singing songs of congratulations from their hearts. Whether they are far away or whether they are personally in front of Baba, Baba's ears can hear the songs of congratulations even from those who are far away. In return, Bapdada is giving multi-million fold congratulations to the children of this land and of foreign lands. All of you children know that to celebrate any festival in Brahmin life means to create an elevated life, constantly filled with zeal and enthusiasm. 
in the Alokic Dictionary of Brahmins, to celebrate means to become. So, will you simply celebrate the festival today, or will you create a life constantly filled with zeal and enthusiasm? You have a life when there is breath in those physical bodies. What would your life be if your breath finished? It would be finished. So too the breath of Brahmin life is constant zeal and enthusiasm. In Brahmin life, if there isn't zeal and enthusiasm at every second, then that is not Brahmin life. However, the speed of your breathing also has to be normal. If your breathing is very fast, then that is not a normal life. And if it is slow, then too it would not be called a normal life. You either have high pressure or low pressure. So that would not be called a normal life. So here too check, is the speed of the zeal and enthusiasm of my Brahmin life normal? Or is it sometimes very fast and sometimes very slow? Or does it remain constant? It should be constant, should it not? If it is sometimes fast and sometimes slow, that is not good. This is why every moment of the Confluence Age is a festival. You specially celebrate a special day for your entertainment because in Brahmin life, where else would you go for entertainment? You would only entertain yourself here, would you not? You would not especially go to the seaside or to a park or to a club, would you? The seaside, the park and the club are all here. This Brahmin club is good, is it not? So the breath of Brahmin life is zeal and enthusiasm. So your breathing is normal, is it not? Or does it fluctuate? So Bapdada continues to check each child. He does not have to check with a stethoscope in his ears. Nowadays, science has made everything automatic. Shivratri or Shivjenti, you know the significance of both very clearly, do you not? You can also tell others, can you not? You know the significance of both and you are also able to tell others about it clearly. As well as the birthday of the father, it is also the birthday of you children. So you can relate the significance of your own birthday, can you not? The memorials are also celebrated by the devotees with a lot of love and devotion. However, the difference is that they hold a fast on Shivratri every year, whereas you have a picnic. As soon as you take birth, 
all of you have a fast just once for all time, that is, for your entire Brahmin life. This is why you do not have to fast again and again. They have to fast every year, whereas you Brahmin souls made a vow the moment you took birth that you would become constantly perfect and complete like the Father. You made this strong vow, did you not? Or is it a little weak? Since the relationship between you souls and the Supreme Soul is eternal, what should the vow be? It should be eternal, should it not? So the people of the world simply have a fast of their food and drink. What does this show? You have made a vow in your Brahmin life for your food and drink for all time, have you not? Or are you free to do what you want? To eat or drink whatever you want? No. Have you made the vow firm? Or do you break your vow when you get tired? If you sometimes do not have any time, is it that you get something from outside and eat that? Do you sometimes become slack in fulfilling your vow? Look, your devotees hold a fast, even if it is once a year, but they still follow that code of conduct. Since your devotees are firm in their fast, how firm should you be? Are you firm? Or do you sometimes become slack? It doesn't matter if we offer bogue tomorrow and not today. So this is a memorial of your unlimited fast in the life of you Brahmin souls. On this day especially, people also make a vow of purity. Firstly, they make a vow of purity and secondly, they make a vow regarding their food and drink. Thirdly, they never cause any type of sorrow to anyone or deceive anyone in any way throughout the whole day. They too make that vow. However, the vow of your Brahmin life is unlimited, whereas theirs is for one day. So, you imbibed the vow of purity in Brahmin life as soon as you took birth, did you not? Purity is not just celibacy, but the vow of purity is to gain victory over the five vices. This is called the vow of purity. So check to what extent you are successful in your vow of purity. Just as you pay special attention to celibacy, that is, to conquering the greatest enemy, lust, in the same way, do you also pay the same attention to conquering the four companions of lust, the greatest enemy? Or do you allow yourself some freedom in that? That it does not matter if you get a little angry. You are not allowed to, 
but you allow yourself that freedom. It has been seen that you give freedom to the children of anger. You have chased away the great evil spirit of anger, but you still have love for its children. Just as little children are loved very much, so too the little children of anger are sometimes loved very much. So, a vow means a vow of complete purity. Many children tell Baba many very good things. They say, I did not get angry, but I was made angry, so what can I do? I did not get angry, but what can I do if others make me angry? They say something very entertaining. They say, if you had been there at that time, you too would have got angry. So what would Bapdada say? Bapdada says, Acha, you are forgiven, but do not do it in future. Shivratri means to finish the darkness of the night and to bring the light. It means the rise of the master sons of knowledge. This is Shivratri. So you are those in this world who become master sons of knowledge, who finish the darkness and bring about light. So what would those who bring light into the world be themselves? They would not be in the dark, would they? You are not like little lamps. There is darkness below the little lamps and light above them. You are master sons of knowledge. So a master son of knowledge is himself a form of light and might and also gives light and might to others. So where there is constant light, there is no question of darkness. There cannot be any darkness. Can darkness come to you? Okay, it may not remain, but does it come to you and then go away? Is this possible? If there is the slightest trace of any vice, would you call that light or darkness? So the darkness has finished, has it not? You show a picture of Shivratri, do you not? What do you show in that picture? How the darkness is being dispelled? Or does a little still remain? What will you especially do on this Shivratri? Will you do anything or will you just hoist a flag? What will you do? Will you just make a promise as you do every year? I will not do this, I will not do that and then do it? It is not like that, is it? You were also told earlier that a promise means that even if you die, the promise should not be broken. No matter what you have to renounce, no matter what you have to hear, your promise should not be broken.
It should not be that when there are no problems your promise is fine but when any problems come the problem becomes powerful and your promise becomes weak. That is not called a promise. A promise means a promise. So make such a promise with your mind not just in words. Those who make a promise because others ask them to have a powerful thought at that time. Those who make a promise when others ask them to have some power but they do not have all the powers. You make a promise in your mind and to whom do you make it? To the Father. To make a promise to the Father and to make it with your mind means to make the mind man-man above. This mantra of man-man above then constantly becomes the weapon for any situation. However, this will only happen when you make it with your mind. Let it enter your mind. I must not do this. If there is a thought in your mind, I will try. I have to do it. I have to become. What will happen if I don't do it like this? What will I do? That is why I had better do it. This is then known as a little bit of compulsion. Those who do it with the mind will never think it has to be done, it must be done. They will think that the father has said it and so it is certain that it has already happened. This is the promise of those who are in the first number whereas the promise of those in the second number is we have to become that, we have to do it, but we don't know when it will happen. It means that those who think if, if have become parrots, Bapdada has the full file of how many times each one has made a promise. The files have become very thick. You must no longer compile a file, but make it final. When someone says to Babdada, Let us make everyone write down their promise. The whole file emerges in front of Babdada. Do you still want to do this? Do you still want to add papers to your file or will you make a final promise? Babdada saw one main reason for a weak promise. That one word comes up in many different royal forms and it makes you weak. So this one word is one of body consciousness, I. This word I deceives you. I think this, I can do this, but only I can do this. What I said was right. What I thought was right. So this I in different royal forms 
makes your promise weak. Eventually you become weak and have thoughts of hopelessness. I cannot tolerate so much. I can't do so much that I can make myself completely humble. I can't listen to so much. I can't overcome so many difficulties. It is difficult. This kind of consciousness of I makes you weak. There are many good royal forms. However, look in your own lives to see to what extent this consciousness of I appears in the form of your sanskars, in the form of your natures, in the form of your feelings, in the form of your motives, in the form of your words, in the form of your relationships and connections. They do appear in very sweet forms. At Shivratri there is the sacrifice of this I-I. The poor devotees offer the sacrifice of a goat that bleats, May, may, but it is this I, I. Sacrifice this. They celebrate the memorial of all of you in a different way. Have you sacrificed this? Or does a little of the consciousness of I still remain to be sacrificed? What is the result? Have you sacrificed it already? Since there is love for the Father, everyone has passed in the subject of love. Will any of you say that you have 75% love or 50% love? When it comes to love, all of you would say that you have more than 100% love. The Father also says, You are those who have true love and that you have passed in this. What is renunciation when there is love? Make a promise with your mind and let it be a determined promise. Check yourself again and again. Is the examination powerful or is the promise powerful? Because one examination or another weakens your promise. You double foreigners are clever when it comes to making a promise, are you not? You are not clever when it comes to breaking it, but you are clever when it comes to connecting. Babdada smiles seeing the fortune of all the double foreign children. You have recognised the father and this is the biggest wonder of all. The second wonder is that although you are part of the variety of branches of the tree, you have become the branches of the sandalwood tree of the one father. You are now all the branches of the one tree. You have brought about oneness in the variety. The countries are different, the languages are different, the cultures are different, 
but you have brought about unity within the variety. What is the culture of everyone now? It is the Brahmin culture. Never say, our foreign culture says this, or that the people of Barrett say, our culture of Barrett is like this. It is not Indian or foreign, but it is Brahmin culture. Unity within the variety is the wonder. What other wonder have you performed? Ever since you have belonged to the Father, you made all the different varieties of customs and systems and the timetable the same. Whether you are in America or whether you are in London, wherever you are, the timetable of Brahmins is the same. Or is it different? Is the timetable of the lands abroad different from that of Barrett? Is it like this? No, it is the same. Renunciation of this difference is the wonder. Do you understand what wonders you have performed? You sing about the Father, saying that he has performed wonders. And the father then sings of the children, saying that the children have performed wonders. Seeing you, Bapdada is pleased. Baba is pleased and you children dance in happiness. Bapdada continues to hear about the service being done everywhere abroad and in this land. Both are racing ahead in doing service. All the programs have been very good and they will be even better in the future. You used determined thoughts with determination. That is, you used them in a worthwhile way. The more the determined thoughts are used in a worthwhile way, the easier the experience of success will be. Never think, how will this happen? Instead of thinking, how, think, this is how. The Confluence Age has a special blessing of making the impossible possible. So there cannot be the word, how. Is it difficult for this to happen? No, let there be the faith that it is certain it has already happened. We simply have to put it into practice. It has to repeat. It is already fixed and what is fixed has to be recreated. That is, it has to repeat. This is known as the basis of easy success and it is to use the treasure of determined thoughts in a worthwhile way. Do you understand? Never think, what will happen? How will it happen? It will happen, and it will happen easily. If there is upheaval in your thoughts, 
it will bring about upheaval in your success. Acha. To those from everywhere who constantly celebrate with festivity, to those who constantly fly with zeal and enthusiasm, to the souls who have a right and are worthy with complete purity, to those who constantly make the impossible easily possible, to those who constantly make every examination weak and their promise powerful, to those who constantly have the courage to renounce anything in return for the Father's love, to such Brahmin souls who are companions of Trimurti Father Shiva from birth, love, remembrance and congratulations on this alokic birthday. Bapdada's Namaste to the special elevated souls. Blessing May you be wealthy and experience being full of the treasures of knowledge, virtues and powers. The children who have the treasures of knowledge, virtues and powers remain constantly full, that is, they remain content. There is no name or trace of any lack of attainment for them. They are ignorant of limited desires. They are bestowers. They do not have any worries of limited desires or attainments. They never ask for anything. Such children who are constantly full and content are said to be wealthy. Slogan Remain constantly merged in love and you will not experience anything to be hard work. Om Shanti Notice, today is third Sunday, the day for international yoga. All brothers and sisters have meditation from 6.30pm to 7.30pm and have good wishes for all souls. Let all souls benefit. Let all souls follow the path of truth and claim a right to God's inheritance. I am a soul who, like the Father, gives all souls the blessings of liberation and liberation in life. 